This is the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data for June 3rd, 2014, episode 2 of the spring season. He has daddy issues. In this episode of the Kita Anime Podcast, festivals and beaches galore! Magical rod. And cuteness will lead the way to victory! All that more, coming up. The show begins in 3, 2, one. It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by writing reviews. Sometimes you love something so much you just can't stop writing about it. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast. I am KT Data. And I'm Dito. And this is the podcast where Dito and I sit around the campfire on a nice Sunday night, or a nice summer night, and we talk about anime. And drinking Slurpees. Yeah. Well, and, Product placement. Yeah, and when we say campfire, we mean the glow of our monitors, because we're cool like that. <laughs> well, we got apps for that. We could put a campfire in our monitors. Yeah, it's true. Hey, Dito. And, the, and the heat from... Anyways. Yeah. Hey, Dito, how are you doing? I have not talked to you in a while. I wonder why. Someone who doesn't read the messages. I didn't get it. You can blame Facebook and their crazy messaging thing that doesn't work on there. I, bl- I just blame you in general, because sometimes you read those, sometimes you don't. <sighs> I'd read them if I got them. On there. Lies. Lies and slander. <laughs> all right. So if you guys, first time watching the Kita Anime Podcast, first of all, welcome to the show. And second of all, you're probably going, well, so what are these animes that you're watching and stuff? Uh, don't fret. We have it all taken care of for you. So all you got to do is go to ktdata.net, search for episode two of the spring 2014 season, and you can look in the show notes, and there are links to all the animes we were talking about, and you can stream them. No special things. You just, you know, at most you got to have Flash installed. But everybody has Flash installed, right? No. <laughs> All right, Dito, let's jump into our first anime right here. And our first anime of the night is Nisekoi, and it's brought to you by... Freebies. If your friend, boyfriend's family runs the place, why not? It's only a handout. <laughs> All right. So last episode, we finally meet another dad in this fun, ever-growing harem of dads, finding part-time work, and after two years, the exchange of emails. Dun, dun, dun. All right, Dito. So the like literally these two episodes of Nisekoi. I'm not going to lie. It is pretty much the grandiose combination of fanboy or, fan, you know, um, fan service episodes. We have a festival episode and we also have a beach episode. Which is, okay, so we'll just go and say what the little fandoms are. So festivals, what's what's the best thing about a festival? Well, food, food, entertainment, girls in yukatas, kimonos. But that's not the real reason why. It is to get a special matchmaking satchel of 
matchmakingness, also known as a super ultra matchmaking item. Doesn't that feel like something you'd go on a quest to get in an MMO somewhere? Well, <laughs> you know, did, like actually, like, so. like like kill twelve elks and bring it back to the NPC. Well, in this case, in this case, it was to fight a crowd or uh, literally a wave of people and follow a calico cat. <laughs> All so it sounds something place. along along, uh, yeah, along the lines of uh, Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> except less shrooms. I think there was a lot of shrooms. It was actually uh, a koi, you know, <laughs> catching a catching a koi with a uh, was it the little fish a goldfish oh, dude, scooper dude. game? When I when I saw that giant one in there, all I could think of is Koizira! <laughs> Koizira. <laughs> On there, they thought they got him, but no. But technically, wouldn't that break the rules? Because the koi broke the paper even more. Well, because there was no paper left. Well, you caught you caught it with the scooper. That you know he was catching those without this paper, anyways, because uh, Chikoge broke the, the paper to begin with. Ah, uh, you know. And then we also learn a new thing about Chikoge that she's a gold digger. Ain't nothing but a gold digger. Uh, uh, uh. Because he finds out. <laughs> Apparently the yakuza they like running booths. I'm just I'm just I'm I'm having a hard time connecting this. Organized <laughs> crime running Japanese festival booths. Not 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 just that. What gets me is the fact alone that so uh Raku is I get on break or not working yet he's helping at the booths. Yeah. I don't know. And it worries me though. Like these guys are supposed to be like violent criminals and stuff, but have you seen any side of these criminals like get anywhere violent these days? They they're just like lounging around ninety percent of the time. Shouldn't well, they be going on like drug runs or something? Not not that I'm an expert on like well, organized crime at all, but shouldn't well, the G, movies tell we'll, me things. We'll, just, we'll say this is G rated stuff. So, <laughs> so what the what? It's kind of like the difference between um, Disney and uh, Miramax. So. You know, Miramax is kind of that other side of itself, while Nisekoi is in the uh, Disney G realm. So stuff that actually happens with the Yakuza and everything itself is kind of not shown. So they see the happy-go-lucky side. Uh, I, I, I guess so. And it's Actually, I, th- I thought of it. All of this is just elaborate money laundering schemes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what this is. Elaborate money laundering. It is. It is, actually. It's like, yeah, KT's onto something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how much money did you make at the festival? Oh, you know, $500,000. Whoa. It's like, yeah, everybody loves our uh, squid balls. <laughs> Apparently, it's so much that uh, Chikoge is like, I want squid balls. And then come over here. I, not only are they better over here, but I can give them free. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tell me, it's like, if anyone out there has ever gone on a date besides us that <laughs> where it's like everything which is given to you it's just like you know say that your family ran a, a festival or a fair you know the local the local town fair and everything itself and you could just go to anyone get whatever food you want and whatever games you want to play all for free how would you not want to exploit that it's awkward been there done that and it's awkward because everybody <laughs> looks at you exactly it's, <laughs> it's so the Chicago is just like going so how about you go on a date with me? It's like it's it's all free. Like, uh, it's not like it's gonna matter. It's stupid just stupid like, uh, gorilla. Uh, I know. Um, and then so there was only one goal for Raku this entire episode was to get the super ultra matchmaking item, and it sells out within seconds. You know, this is like the 
Nisei Koi's version of a bag of crap, which I just barely won one, so keep an eye out for another bag of crap opening. Yeah. On there. Yeah, that um, crashed the servers again. On there. Um, and so he's trying to get that, and it's supposed to give super, super like awesome luck with you in relationships. But what it didn't tell you, it comes with instructions. We'll get to the instructions in a second. But what I realized <laughs> is that it works super, super fast because Kurosaki and Raku, they were in this huge crowd, and somehow Rocky, Raku got his hand on one. I don't know how he paid with one hand, but okay, we'll just go with it on there. Um, go, go gadget paying finger. Yeah, <laughs> on there. And so he gets it, and he's holding the hand in the crowd. You know, you know how what happens when you're in a giant crowd. People try to get through anyway, whatnot, on there. So he loses her, and then he sees another hand, and he grabs it, and magically, Kurosaki turns into Onodera. I'm like, that's some potent crap right there, man. In we're seconds. gonna get some of that yeah like, we're gonna get some of that <laughs> seriously but then again i don't really see it being that potent because it's already he already has a harem they're already there and yeah if it was another if it was another random girl then one would have would all have to hate rocket more because he's the luckiest densest person next to <laughs> um yeah anyways we can name off a bunch of them but we're not going to <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's just like now, if he, now if the Onodera, uh, oh sorry, if uh, Chikoge magical uh, magical girl herself into uh, Onodera, then yes, <laughs> with the whole scene and everything. Yes. Um. So yeah, and, and I love this. And then all sense. So what happens is Kurosaki gets separated from the two, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, hmm. I wonder if you know. Too bad there's no such thing as this device in the day that we live in that you could instantly contact the other person if you got separated. Nothing like that would exist, right? Well, that and also the fact... Sorry, I just... I just got completely sidetracked with something else that just came up, and I'll talk to you about that in a bit because I think it will actually relate to something we're going to talk about later. Anyways... Don't just love it when you get random messages yeah. from friends, especially when they're nerd raging about stuff. <laughs> On there, I'm I'm just like, you know, this is one of those situations where a phone would be amazing, right? Nah, <laughs> they, 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 they spend. <laughs> They make this it's, high point in the last episode that they get email accounts, and on this one, apparently nobody brings their phones to festivals anymore. Which is funny to say, because um, you now speaking of phones, but like, how would you not be able to like if you ever lose your friends somewhere? It's like the first thing that comes to my mind is to text them, call them, hell, maybe even you know smoke signals, smoke signals. You know, it's like everyone uses vapors now, so it's just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, really? Wow. Let's just overlook this. But then again, we are talking about some of the densest people in the world. Well, not just that. So it, it comes down to this, too. So they lose. So Rocker loses Chikoge, but finds Onodera. Then not only does he luck out, but he also gets to carry her, fix her, fix her shoe. Ooh, and who knew then, he was a shoesmith? Yeah, and he's a shoesman. He's, he's apparently jack of all trades just and very dense as hell. But then a cat takes it and then ends up meeting everyone else. And then and sends ev- mixed signals to everybody. And sends else. mixed signals to everyone. <laughs> you know? So it's just like going, that is one potent, potent uh, charm. Yeah. See? And it works. I wonder how much he paid for it. 
five bucks. I, I don't think he bucks. did. I don't think he did. Stole like, it. I think he probably stole it. Yeah. Is it. It's more potent when you steal it. Yeah. <laughs> just it's just like when you get free food. It always tastes better. Oh man. Um, and then so what? Ha- so now everybody's separated. You know, Onodera's having their mini date, and both of them are freaking out like crazy on there. And then Kurosaki, she's walking, and she just happens to uh, walk by the giant sign that has the instructions for the super ultra matchmaking charm. <laughs> and uh, you know, tell tell people what the last instruction on there says. So, um, the matchmaking charm is usually uh, for men to give to. As a so-called proposal to a girl. So if you have a charm and you give it to a girl, that's pretty much saying that you're proposing to him. And Raku being the dense SOB as he is, gives it to Kurosaki because... Because he feels bad for ditching her. <laughs> so it's like this thing that she has no ambition or no doesn't really know what it is up until she reads a sign has any interest in this just because she found it because the cat dropped it gave it back to him and now she's just kind of like and he's just like i feel so bad so so here's this charm i just happened to steal <laughs> and i'm giving it to you because i don't even i don't see the sign right here yeah because i am also blind selectively blind it was dark we'll give him that <laughs> no it's not <laughs> and, and there ensues one of the greatest misunderstood conversations ever but it brings up a good point um, Kurosaki's trying to figure out why she's freaking out so much over it. Normally she'd just punch him in the face or something. But she's like, why am I freaking out so much about this? So, could that mean anything? Yes, it, it means one thing itself. You know what that is, KT? The next episode? Nope. The, mis- the misconception of uh, you have to wear underwear under yukatas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't but, know. By the I, way, I, you're I, supposed to. Just uh, so you know. Just so everyone knows that you're supposed to wear underwear underneath them. Yeah, I'm, I'm apparently I'm not an expert in them. Dito has more experience in yukatas than I do. Kimonos, yes. Yes. <laughs> so not yukatas. So we 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 we've talked about one of the two, you know, fan service tropes that they always bring up in all these animes. Now we we come up to the favorite one that Dito and I like to do. You ready for this, Dito? No, but we're gonna do it anyways. This is the beach episode. I was worried you wouldn't get it because we got the swimming pool episode and the hot and the hot springs episode. But they're like, we're going to twenty episodes. We're going to stick all the tropes in. <laughs> and that's the funny part too. So, and normally in this, you know, like the way that they had set up, it's going to be, you know, I figured it'd just be like half the episode would be for the beach, and then the other half would be to like, you know. Do some more story. Nope. Whole thing. Nope. Totally fan service. (laughs) I don't know how they could not fit more. Uh, I mean, it's this is how much the beach episode is waited for. Even Ruri, you know, our wingman, is completely excited to get in that water. Yeah. Yeah, she jumps right. Like, first 20 seconds of the show, boom, in the water. Yeah. And then we learn important things. One of them, sunscreen is very important, and it's very selective on who puts sunscreen on who for it to be a work yes and also another thing we found out about this too is it just went completely yuri yep and so we got some yuri we got some spf raku we got barbecue mm, barbecue is always good which means raku ended up cooking for everybody, <laughs> everybody at, at, she, she has it planned out as soon as as soon as it, foods involved itself raku is number one on there speaking of two how in the world does raku peel a potato like a banana he, so this this is how it works. 
his denseness is so thick that it emanates through the potato, so he can just peel it. No, no, no problem right there. It, you know, it, it's it's just so magical like that. Where the skin's like, yeah, I, I got nothing with this dense guy. <laughs> I thought I was dense. <laughs> um, the answer and, is potato. Yeah, and and then we find out that um, Onodera, she may not be good at making sweets, but she's great at decorating them and making sandcastles. And I I I, I literally like face palmed when I saw the sandcastle that she was making. Because did you notice that that was an Attack on Titan sandcastle? Yeah, I'd, it took me a second too. I'm like, why are their faces? Oh, yeah, because I'm like, that face looks really familiar. That looks like one of that one mini Titan that we saw everywhere. And then I saw Aaron standing on top of them. I'm like, oh, and there's uh, the giant I, wall. And yeah, I, I caught the I caught the the one that was like right in the beginning of the screen when I saw a, a leg or a foot or an arm <laughs> hanging out of the mouth. I'm like. Oh, I get this. Yeah, there's so many homages in this too. It's like there you get some just little tidbits of like anime references, like the going up to uh, Mari's apartment itself. That was an Evangelion reference there. You know, you you just kind of get them every so yeah, often. You, you, like you get these Nisekoi guys. They they watch anime too. They don't only just make it. They watch it and they enjoy it on there. Um, make fun of it. Yeah, so I, I wanted to play a little game with you in this because I, I, I thought okay. it would be fun on there. So there's that scene where Onidera and Raku are sitting on the on a pier or something like that. And then all of a sudden, Onidera in her mindless state. I love Onidera when she's not thinking because it's awesome. She accidentally says, can I kiss you on there? And then Kurosaki... Uh, uh, KT, before you stop, before you finish that self, no. <laughs> Fine. No, it's... it's- Fine, we're Sparky. As, 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 as cool as a, as a co-host you Sparky. are and everything, too, I don't swing that way. <laughs> Sparky! All right. Um, so so they're standing there, and then Kurosaki's at the end of the pier because she was g- c- coming to grab them, saying that they're headed to the inn or something. And then she thinks that she misheard, can I kiss you? So I'm, I'm just thinking, like, what other words can rhyme with can I kiss you? And the one that Kurosaki thinks is... Um, do you like Kim? Uh, is 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 kimchi good for you? On there, so I'm, I've been thinking of all these. I mean, because we, we, you know, there there could be, you know, there's could be some of the basic ones like I dismiss you, or um. Well, we're also talking another language too, so uh, it would be like Antana no Kisu, only guy. Um, so see the other one I was thinking is can I frisk you? That's always a good one. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we just hit a whole new realm of weirdness at <laughs> the KT or the Kita Anime Podcast. Um, I'm I'm feeling very uncomfortable all of a sudden. <laughs> so I, I was I was just thinking like, what are some other things you could misinterpret? It's hard, and I was like, um, can I smith you? swordsmith hold on while i make a a hilt for you <laughs> let me bang your steel okay, oh <laughs> whoa <laughs> that's right Dito went there not me <laughs> oh so, must be getting, he must be a furnace because it's getting hot in yeah here. <laughs> let me go smelt uh, something oh man oh man <laughs> and then so so you know onadera after she does that she freaks out and runs off on there um and then kurosaki comes up 
and Kurosaki flat out, you know, she does the hypothetical but actual asking question where um, she's like, so say we were really together, you know, you think that would work? And Raku, he's freaking out. She's freaking out with the answer out there. So Raku tries to play it cool. And that's one thing Raku does right, right? When he plays it cool. <laughs> he's like, absolutely not. And you go, just like Sparky, who just said that, then I shall blow up your house with combustible lemons. So when life gives you lemons, get a Sparky, get a Sparky. She'll make combustible lemons <laughs> on there. And then, so they, it, it was so bad that Kurosaki and Raku don't even talk for the rest of the summer break, which is a long time. It's at least two months right there. Yeah, and then there's also Coons who hasn't been in here yet, which I did mention that I, we will be making fun of him on the yes. show. Um, and then we find out Shu, when school gets back in session, he has nominated himself for yet another festival. <laughs> we're, we're getting almost as many lo- festivals as in Log Horizon. <laughs> I know, it's just like one festival after another, but this one is different. This one is actually the school festival, and uh, Shu unappointedly uh, presented himself as leader of this too and tells everyone to shut up, which is hilarious. That they're doing a play. Not just any play, but Romeo no, and Juliet. No, it's a classic play, though. Well, not just any play. It's, it's the Romeo and Juliet starring none other than our fake couple, Ooh. which Kurosaki turned down. So we'll have to see what the final two episodes do. Because remember, they're going to 20 episodes, and we're up to 18 already. So I'm excited to see how this wraps up. So whose team are you on right now? Are you on Team Tachibana, Team Onodera, or Team Kurosaki? You know, as of right now, I'm actually on Team Tachibana. I'm on Team Karasaki. All the way, man. All the way on there. Um, and we'll we'll see how they end up this. Uh, another prediction. Are you going for, are they going to do the traditional harem ending where he doesn't pick anybody and they just go on and have more go-lucky adventures or you imagine? Or is he going to actually pick someone? And are we ever going to talk about the keys again? I was about to say that, Mike, I'm still waiting for them to talk about the keys again. They just kind of like overshadowed yeah. that, that this whole point was the keys. Yeah. You know, this is like this giant locket that is now Kurosaki broke her key in. Which they never showed him getting it back, but somehow he got it back. (laughs) No, he hasn't got it back. They haven't shown it since then. He hasn't had it on him since then. And then we have two other keys that hasn't been introduced yet, except for in the ending of one of the last episodes we just watched. And that's when I'm like, wait a minute, where are those keys? (laughs) You know, where's where's a massive anchor for a key that Tachibana has? Yeah. So we'll find out in the next Gita Anime Podcast. And we'll go dun, on dun, dun. we'll go on to our next anime right here. <laughs> and our next anime is Ryu Gajo Nana no Maizuken, and it's brought to you by the wish giving rod. Rod. He said rod. <laughs> Our last episode, we see what it takes to live with a ghost. Ooh. What does it take to pass an exam? <sighs> and what it means to cross into God's territory. <sighs> <laughs> Not just any God's territory, the ghost's God territory. Anyways. So, I actually during, wonder: Can she control her corporeal state? Does she have to be all solid, or can just parts of her be solid? 
depends on how much pudding she's been eating. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what actually keeps her, her state is the pudding. The pudding but, brings her back from the interdimensional travels. Or something like that. So our, so our, our ragtag team of adventurers have now figured out where their next target is, which still happens to be this tower of glass thing glass that which is a mall yeah i don't know what I, <laughs> yeah this uh, is what happened this is what happens when you get seven or is it nine seven kids to build a city on the uh, a dubai city yeah, in the and, pacific ocean and they, they happen to no have a, sense. yeah they ha- happen to have unlimited funds we also find out that no 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 she doesn't tell you things she gives you things in 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 puzzles and then you also have to role play to get them vague and vague puzzles she wasted she probably wasted a good half cup of pudding on um on uh what's his face just so okay just so it's okay it's only it's a 90 it's that 100 yen pudding that she doesn't like anyways that's expensive for pudding dude it is 98 cents for pudding not to mention too it's like i'm surprised that she's that picky about it i mean i I figured she's his pudding just kind of like you know Yeah, for for a it, cup, it's it, like a Jello shot. Like that, that is really expensive. A dollar for a cup of pudding? Holy crap! Ah, uh, I know. And then I hate to see what like that like special pudding she likes so much. It's like how much that would cost like for a set. Cup. Yeah. So, anyways, so we find their next objective, which happens to be this kind of tube glass maze, so to speak. But not just anything. Too the moment you get past, once you like start going down the the maze pieces of it behind you start falling but then they reappear soft yeah via the mechanicals so it's like a mechanical spider and the rules are it can break two pathways at once but it only can rebuild one and then what happens is it starts in that spongy thing and then it hardens into the glass tunnel within like five minutes yeah spongy yeah so (laughs) lack of it lack of just explaining everything itself they make it to the treasure (laughs) and what do they find in the treasure box but a a rod rod. (laughs) a rod of wishes yes a rod of wishes it's known as the wizard's cane or as the uh, devoid von zamas that makes wishes come true now it sounds like a very powerful weapon doesn't it It, so you you know what that rod reminds me of um it reminds okay. it reminds me of the rod the rod that um the bad guy in the in the Smurfs movie has to get Gargamel has to get because it looks like that too and you know I, I where, was, where he takes the Smurf bar I go the fact that you said that too it actually is like yo you're right I, I actually never put those two together till this moment <laughs> wow we're old <laughs> for all those who remember Smurfs and not the movie we're talking cartoon Smurfs yeah that dates you anyways. But uh, Ishe, you know, the leader of the ragtag team, decides to take it. Double, let's, uh, he double crosses everyone just to get this rod of wishes. Yeah, Dino said rod. <laughs> <laughs> and have you discovered everybody in this anime has high blood pressure? Yes, I mean, well, when you are in a suspension bridge on a chest with a... Person master of detective. the opposite sex. <laughs> yeah, with a master detective of the opposite sex, and you have to hug each other. Yeah, you know, it's like you have you have high blood pressure because, yeah. I, I think they need to eat less salty foods. That would get the blood pressure down. I I think 
I think Jugo needs to stop eating the ramen. You know, it starts stop eating like to actually get real ramen, not yeah, getting I, I know. not the little cup of noodles. Because you know there's a, like a lot of salt content on there. There's like I think it's like fifty to hundred percent of your daily sodium intake in one of those yeah. things. That's a lot of so that's yeah. a, let's live let's live off a, a high carb salt diet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. At least he gets exercise in his beatings. Yes. He, he gets a lot of exercise yeah. in his beatings with the yeah. rod. Or the female cops. <laughs> yeah. Those they're both there was one female, one male, and they beat the living out of him. Anyways. Yeah, let's it, let's go into the yeah, yeah, so we find out, of this yeah, bra. We, we we find out what Yuga's plans are. And it is to take over the world. And I, uh, and when I heard that, I'm like, Pinky and the Brain, Pinky and, Pinky the, and brain. the Brain. It's One like, is a genius, the other insane. Which is actually pretty true to this, just for the fact alone that, really? It's like you have a rod of wishes. Uh, and a rod. <laughs> that it's, you can't just ask for world domination right there i mean instead what he does he's just like he's like burn wind yeah he basically calls captain planet no, at this and, point. Yeah, and, and he has the most like terrible battle tactics ever because um we have uh, jugo he's trying to fight him to get it back and so l- l- let's go through his attacks first he starts off with a fire attack you know that, that's dangerous you could burn somebody to death then you do ice attacks hypothermia is a bitch on there um and then impale attacks that's really bad you know because you never know where the ground's gonna just rise up and stab you right but then it's the funny part too so like he's not like jugo's really good at you know, moving around and stuff so it's like tactical speaking itself after he does this too so you go from fire ice earth so that means you must stop him in place and then blow him yes with a rod <laughs> I, I was like, seriously, how stupid could you be? I would have started out with probably the opposite order. You know, use the blow away attack, then freeze him, and then impale him, and then burn and, free, and freeze him some more. Why not? If he has the ability to, like, if this is a rod of wishes, that, why doesn't he just say, die? Yeah. You know, so or bad. disappear, or uh, commit suicide. Yeah. You know, something, that, something that actually, it's like, if, he's, if he has the ability to rule the world then then why doesn't he just say something like you know be my slave or you know worship wrong enemy <laughs> yeah <laughs> on there so i'm like come on you guys mess- no wonder you're gonna lose your battle tactics are terrible i know and not to mention too it's like this the rod of wishes <laughs> rod um <laughs> we're never gonna get away from that okay. um but it's as powerful as it is it's not limitless yeah, so j- just like Gargamel's scepter, he always, he runs out of Smurf juice. The, this this uh, scepter runs <laughs> smurf out of Smurf juice. juice. <laughs> smurf juice. <laughs> the Smurf juice in a rod. Yeah. <laughs> so so he runs out and Jugo's like, yeah, look at me, I'm awesome. I'm still standing. I'm gonna mentally break you down instead of punching you. And then but he gets you- slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah, he gets. Uh- he gets body chopped, but this comes down to um, Tensai decides to intervene and take care of some business. Taking care of business. Now, moving, moving along because, you know, that's not important really, yeah. but this is actually. So, Jugo had a secret. 
you know, we're not going to really get too much into the details behind it, but it does have to deal with the... He has daddy issues. Yes, he has very bad. bad. He, has, he has a lot of daddy <laughs> issues. And his, um, I, I have met this incredible blonde yeah. that is all over me, not in the way that I would have thought of. Yeah. <laughs> but then but he does have this one thing. His one thing. His daddy did say one thing that made me laugh. That I, like, the way that he put it is the best way I can say it. Is without have, hopefully not breaking copyright by saying this, but with great power, it holds great responsibility. Excelsior, or something, or something like that. But yeah, that's like that's what Daddy had to say. Yes. So speaking of great power and responsibility, let's go through Blank and their venture to get great power and responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> And our final anime of the night is No Game, No Life. And it's brought to you by Emotos. Victory was never so cute. (laughs) All right. In the last episode, we see the 10,000 meter skydive. We learned about the 10 rules of the land and what it takes to be a king. And it's a lot easier to think. You just have to be good at gambling. I thought you needed like bell bottoms and like slick back hair and a guitar. Well, that and also um, you have to be really good at uh, bluffing. So speaking of two, we do have C. We now are upon the battle for kingdom, which happens to be an oversized chessboard. Yes. Um, you know, they, 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 they come in and they say um, for the final because, you know, they they do it in the mo. I, I love this. They do it in kind of like that wedding style. Where like, does anybody want to challenge Clammy Zell, which is a terrible name, for the kingdom, or she shall be the king? And of course, um, what's his name? Uh, Sora. Sora. He comes in Phoenix Wright style. Objection. <laughs> and I love it too because he has the music playing on his phone. Yes. <laughs> Coming in, he comes in and like I. I have a problem with this. And so they decide, all right, we won't play poker because um, he kind of calls them out about cheating on there. It's like, we'll play a fair game. And it just happens to be on a giant chessboard. But this is no simple game of chess, you know. It's- no, it's apparently one that measures your your um, combat will and authority for basically being a king yeah. or of a figurehead of sort. Yeah, how 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 well you can be a leader because that's how the troops respond. So, if you're not that, you know, if you're too compassionate a leader, they won't follow your orders. But if you're too, you know, commanding of a leader, they'll still defect you because they think you're nuts and are willing to just sacrifice people for bloodlust. But in this case, uh Shiro was the tactics, you know, tactician and everything itself just telling them exactly where to go, but you know, when you tell someone to go, they're not going to be willingly want to kill themselves so that means she can't sacrifice anything she wasn't willing to let them spill blood on there um so that's when the other half of blank comes in and decides to uh rally the troops with some amazing rewards would you not want to be part of this army (laughs) i just i couldn't help but the laugh so much too because it's like he shows overwhelming authority but then he kind of does what a lot of like a lot of authority people do and kind of 
offers a little too much than he can really give. <laughs> and I don't know how anatomically correct these chess pieces are. No. Think about they're... it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, he offers all those, and so he rallies the troops on there. Um, but, uh, what's-her-face, uh, Zell, she still has a couple more tricks. Clammy. Oh, that's such a terrible... Who, who names her kid Clammy? Seriously. Um, that's say Zell? That, we did have Final Fantasy VIII, yeah. after all. Zell, was, so, so Zell at least sounds cooler than Clammy. Really? <laughs> that's, you look a little clammy, Dito. Eh? Eh? I don't have a veil over my face. <laughs> On there. Um, so she has other tricks up to sleeve with the help of the elves. So, the elves, the elves. So Always she, about the elves. So what happens is that her chess pieces, if any of the blanks chess pieces touch them, converts them to the other side. The other side, the other side. Yes, because join the dark side. There is cookies. Yes. Or something. It's always the cookies. Um, So now they have to think of another way. And around this point, um, or not Shiro, um, why can't I remember the dude's name? Uh, Sora. Sora. Think Sky. Yeah. Sora. Sora, he's like, I'm going to win this game. Without anybody else dying, even though these are just fake chess pieces. But not just really. I mean, like, he's like, so the queen is about to take the king's head in the chess game itself, and then Sora comes in and pretty much saves Puts the on king. The ritz. Yeah, he put, he, like, he, he like, converted it. Like, he, he is such a smooth talker, like, apparently, since he's really good at dating sim games. It's terrible like he, he converts he converts the the troops on the other side to rally with them, and not only that is to convert even the other troops because he convinces them that their king is insane. Yeah, and you notice how the queen looks a little close to Maleficent. I, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, I wonder if that was intentional. Maleficent now in theaters, <laughs> product placement on there. Um, and I I love the ultimate rally, and you know I, I will let you call out battle cry to, that rallied all the troops that you if you're gonna fight for anything fight for cuteness yes <laughs> i mean like how, how else do you do this just like you know here fight if you're gonna fight for anything fight for your fight for the girl who shut off everything shut off her heart to her yourself because cuteness wins everything it's just like Ding! that makes almost no logical sense but let's go it's the solution to life dito cuteness. yes emotos yes and and then so after they become king somehow somebody along the way reread the rules wrong and they're like um yeah so we can't have both of you being king and queen you guys have to like pick and both sides are objection objection yeah so in other words itself um i guess what they did is they try to play some uh old old maid or whatever it's called so like the last person with a joker loses and, and they, they decided to play 500 games well they so they wanted to win two in a row and the problem is they just kept going back and forth for three days <laughs> <laughs> which is like wow but yeah and well now long story short itself they both are now king and queen yes so then they went back and looked at the rules like oh yeah it doesn't say that one person has to be it just says designated party yeah, there's a party with authority. So that brings us to the inauguration speech. Yeah, and, and, and so what happens is Sora, he manages to rally all the troops 
in the world in the world saying, you know, be proud of being weak and we're going to be better than everybody else because we're weak and we don't need magic and stuff. And yeah, it's, so it's like taking it's like thinking about all this fantasy mystical stuff too. human humanity has no magical power, no apathy for like spiritual spirits and all that stuff. But yet they fought alongside all these creatures and you know god killers elementals you know overpower magic of people of things and yet they still survive to this day yes how is who knows <laughs> because honey badger yeah but it's like going because we are weak we're going to beat the strong yeah and then all of a sudden while they're doing their speech this magical chess piece appears in front of them and it is the race piece and what happens is apparently these pieces will appear to the person who is who believes in their message the message of the race the most that is truly 110% into the belief and not just faking it and yes. who, be- who better than two uh two neats that love the game and always want to get their goal right yes and then after you achieve the race piece what's the first thing you want to do um where are all the ladies at that and also declare war <laughs> Yes. It's because that the, during the time, during the piece, or during the chess game itself, um, Clammy was under the impression that she, like her, she was getting helped by another race, by another, by another exceed. In reality itself, they weren't. So They're just because, that good. Yeah, because that she, because the blank defeated her, who's get, obviously been known getting help from the elves, that they all can't actually attack because they have to figure out who's backing them. Yes. Which is a smart move. So now everybody's locked up in this kind of cold war trying to figure that out on there. Um, and then Tet decides to come come around and say, Sup! On there. And what we find out is that even the position of God is under the rules of the games. And they find out, since there are 16 races, 16 pieces on a chessboard, means if they can conquer all 16 races, they can play and go against Tet. For the right of God in the world of Discord on there. And pretty much this Which, whole thing is because Tet is a sore loser and wants a rematch. <laughs> and not to mention, too, it's like, how can someone like this just, you know, it's like he lost once. So that means when they, like, you're basically giving them this more experience and everything, how to beat him harder now. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, I can just challenge you again and beat you on my own turf. But no, what I'm going to do is make you beat 16, or 15, sorry, other races that can use magic, who can read minds, etc. And then I'm going to, cha- then you can challenge me again yes. because I am bored. It's because, so we'll find out what fi- um, happens. I'm kind of excited for this. See what happens between all of it. Um, it. It's a good start right now. It's not kind of lingering on there. What's sad though, Dito, is this is the end of the Kita Anime podcast for this episode, at least. On there, um, if you guys have any feedback about any of the animes, tell us if you're on Team Kurosaki, Team Onodera, or Team Tachibana. Send us an email at kita at ktdata.net. We love getting emails. Or you can find us on the social media networks, such as Facebook, facebook.com slash ktdata.net. Or you can find us on the tweeters, tweeter.com slash ktdata or slash ahoy baby. That would be Dito. 
you can guess who's KT Data on there. Or if you are, you know, I would love if you guys are listening after the show and not live to please, 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 please hit the subscribe button. It should look something like this. On there. So that way you Maybe. can be sure to get the newest Kita Anime podcasts and you don't have to go out and look for them. It just, it comes to you. We come to you instead of you coming to us. And who doesn't love that? You can sit back and be like, podcast up here. And there it appears. Dun, dun, dun. Um, it's almost like magic. Yep. Like elven magic. And you can probably win chess games. Yeah. And of course, I would always, you know, if you want to watch live, come watch live. Our next episode will be June 17th, 2014. The chat room has been active tonight. I love all of you in the chat room. Um, if I see you in person, make, Especially sure you, Sparky. make sure you ask me for hugs. Sparky gets two hugs automatically. Um, and you can see find, finally, yeah. he said finally. Yeah. And you, you can find that at, uh, ktdata.net slash live. Um, also check out ktdata.net. Many things are coming. I have a long review of the phone joy coming up fairly soon on there. Um, on there. Yes. And I just can't also stop writing about it because he likes phones. Speaking of like, Speaking of coming into the chat room too, I we did have Miss Coons again. Uh, probably he's uh, Coons. He's, he's sitting back there with his body pillow, of course. You know, just like completely. Um, there's an outbreak company in it. Yeah, you gotta let those those body pillows dry out sometime, dude. Just come spend an hour with us. It should be enough time for them to dry out. Yeah, just you know, chill with us with the podcast for like the duration of itself, and by the time you get back, it should be dry. Yep. All right, Dito. Always a great podcast. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you, all of you who are listening in any shape or form. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Two weeks, guys. poop my poop will always go on (laughs) always go on